and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we listen to all 37 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Jeroen. I've listened to all of these songs multiple times. And I am your lovely co-host, Mira, and I am listening to all of these songs for the very first time. For the very first time. See? For the very first time. Why? I don't know. You got any songs for me today? I sure. I. I mean, I hope I do. Um. Do you? Do you really just want to dive straight in? Yeah, cause we recorded yesterday, and not a lot happened in between then and right, now. So a lot of the times, a lot about. of times, we'll lead the show with like a funny little amusing anecdote of something that's happened to us. Um leading uh, the audience to get the impression that we have uh, rich tapestried lives. Yeah, but often we just sit at home doing our, you know, respective hobbies. Yeah. Or, you know, watching little YouTube videos about our respective hobbies. We're just people. You watch... We're people just like you. Yeah. (laughs) You watch um, weird dudes in, like... Um, okay. Um, in in like cellars. Yeah. Garages. Garages. Attics. Sometimes. Attics. Sometimes. I like the dude in the in the attic. Dude, yeah, yeah. You have a really good dude in the attic that makes miniatures and makes um like landscapes. I like it landscapes. when they build terrain out of foam. Okay. What. Yeah. I like it when they use insulation foam to make miniature landscapes. That's pleasing to me. And I watch old ladies who have inexplicably popular YouTubes about sewing and quilting. Yeah. Um, and I love those old ladies as if they were my own mothers. Shout out to Kate from The Last Homely House. <laughs> Shout out to Karen Brown of Just Get It Done Quilts. Shout out to Kathy Martin of the Catbird Quilts. You guys have the best YouTubes on the goddamn website. Early plugs, but I'll allow it. I'll watch hours of those women's content. Well, we don't need to watch hours of Eurovision songs. We just need to watch three on this episode. Three minutes each. Watching Thank listen. God. And today, um, as as you uh, have decided... <laughs> Holy shit, I'm sorry, but we said like nothing interesting happened between last night and now when we literally saw a car crash right in right. front of our front door. <laughs> I but just remember. I already <laughs> forgot about the car crash that happened after our previous recording session. Like... Immediately That's after. right. We were we went to bed and heard a loud noise outside. Um, you know, we had just taken out our trash, um, so all that was done. It was all very dull we and ready regular. To, ready we were to watching have, like, our old ladies and attic men have an, a nice night and just go to bed. Because you know, I had work in the morning. I also had work in the uh, morning. When all of a sudden, like a crash of thunder. Bang, crash, a lightning flash. Well, oh, well, that's another story. Never mind. Anyway. A car crash <laughs> uh, happened outside of our door, which was wild. Someone, like, crashed their car into a parked car. Yeah. Like, literally across our door. Like, on the other side of the road 
across from where we live. Not like down the street, literally across the street from our house. It was so loud that for a second I was like, they didn't drive into our house, right? That would have been much louder. I know. But for a second I was worried. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think I didn't realize exactly how loud it was until, like, I saw out the window that, like, it had happened right then. I don't know what the story was. I don't know what the hell was going on. Well, I don't Cops know what the up, story was, so, but I know, you know the moral of the story. And what is that? Um, cars are bad. Don't drive cars. Don't have them. We don't. I'm scared of cars. And last night didn't help me with that. I'm scared of cars like one is scared of spiders. Yeah. Or like one is scared of the ocean. Mm -hmm. That's just a fun little metaphor for you to segue us into the actual songs that we're going right, to talk about. That's right, because you'd like to talk about, um, we'd like to talk about some metaphors. So here's what we're going to do here, right? Yeah. I am going to tell you the title of the song. Okay. Which is... A metaphor. The title is a metaphor. Or a simile, right? Like, the title is a word that is used in the song in a metaphor or simile. Right, yeah. So, before we listen to it, I'd like to do a classic thing we do on the show sometimes, and it's think about, like, well, what could this song be about? Like, what is the weird metaphor that we're gonna hear? And then we'll see how correct you were. I love it. Right? Because metaphors in Eurovision are famously, historically... Stupid. Just for example. We all remember paper. Pa paper is, is iconic, of course. <laughs> paper is such a... You make me feel like paper. You cut, cut right, right through. through. I'm I stuck like glue to you. So she's not paper, she's glue. If you want to hear this conversation, this go check one. out our episode on Iceland 2017. It is definitely, I think, one of our more memorable It's one of our episodes of all time. Absolutely. Um, and if I were to say, you know, arcade. Right. You'd be like, well, what's the metaphor that you think of? Fun games. Definitely. L losing money. A losing, losing game. game. <laughs> Loving you is like a losing game. So let's, let's get our thinking caps on. Yeah. And let's see where these metaphors lead us. It is fun because I am a semioticist by like education. I I have a master's degree, not in semiotics, but semiotics was like a special interest of mine. So give me it. Our first word is bridges. Ah, oh. well, there's so many things you can do with bridges. You can build bridges. Yeah. You can burn bridges. That's right. You can cross. Bridges. Exactly. You can go under bridges. Ooh, like water flowing under the bridge. Water under the bridge. It's water under the bridge. Exactly. So bridges are an extremely potent metaphor. Yeah. So I don't fucking know. There's so much. Is this the sort of thing where you're like, oh, it would be good if you did multiples of these because your song is called Bridges? Or is this one where you're like, I think, you know, you just have a lot of options and see which one sticks out. What would you do if you were to write a song called Bridges? Ah, uh, ooh. If and I were to do a song called Bridges, I think I would do it about crossing a bridge. Because sometimes when you cross a bridge, you have to pay a toll. That's your second 
metaphor oh, right there baked in. The, okay. You gotta pay the troll toll. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, toll already gives you trolls because bridge trolls, so that's Finland or mm-hmm. Scandinavia, right there. It's baked in. Um, crossing bridges, where I came oh. from, I'm leaving where I came from, I'm going to another land, and first I have to how pay many, the toll How to many cross bridges bridge. are you gonna make me pay a toll for, you fucking troll? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm leaving <laughs> where I came from, I'm going to you, you're all the way across the bridge, I and I have to pay bridges. a price. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should I give up, or should I just keep crossing bridges? <laughs> Even if they lead nowhere. What if the bridges lead nowhere? Exactly. Okay, well, where do these bridges That's lead? That's what I would do. Let's see what happens when we cross these bridges. Uh, perhaps they'll lead us to Estonia. Oh, perhaps. Uh, and this year's Western type of woman is Alika. Oh, Estonia, you do deliver often. They do deliver something. <laughs> Sorry, if Verona is not one of the best Eurovision songs of all times, I don't know what we're Lots doing on Lots of bridges in Verona, because there's a river. Exactly, but it's not in Estonia. Uh, our episode on Estonia, I think also 2017? No. Is that 2017 Verona? Yeah. Verona is 2017. Uh, also a really good episode. Um, so this is just a plug for our 2017 back catalogue. If you're feeling <laughs> nostalgic for 2017... If you can't wait for our next episode, why don't you go check it out? In the meantime, though, we're going to listen to a new song. And just full disclosure, our opinions may have changed since then. Um, They probably have. uh, But, you know, that's water under the bridge. Oh, beautiful. It's time to listen to Estonia. This is Alika and Bridges. Now I see myself building up a world Building bridges. Building a world of bridges. Right. So, I, I tried to pay attention to the lyrics yeah. this time. So, she was a piece of shit in the past. It's, it seems that way. She was telling lies. She was, she was not a good person. Okay. And now... She's trying to redeem herself. Yeah, 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 she's yeah. trying to be better. She's trying to make amends. So she's she's burned all her bridges. Yeah. And now she's trying to build them back up I again. I see myself building up a world of bridges. A world of I bridges. I see myself trying to reach out to as many people and I just have to build a lot of bridges to, yeah. to get... I am an island. I am a rock. I am an island. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. But that, you know, you just reminded me of a much better song. I mean, that is a beautiful song. I am a rock, I am an island. But, I mean, it is completely unfair to compare anyone to Simon and Garfunkel because nothing compares uh, to you, Sinead O'Connor. I don't hate this. Uh, Okay. You do. I, um... 
you know, it's like a bridge, right? You have to, you, the river has two banks, right? Right, and she has two big banks to... I'm saying, um, I'm saying a river leads from one side to the next. And depending on, you know, what's... A, a bridge leads from one side... <laughs> of the river. Of the river to the other side of the river. And depending on which side of the river you're on, the water is flowing to the left or to the right. Sure. And so depending on, on whether that day I have crossed the bridge or not, it's either all right or terrible. And that's this song. Ooh, I get it. It's either okay or I hate it. Oh, you hate it. Some sometimes. Sometimes it just I just go, what what is there? What is here? There are days when I like can hear this and think, what is there here for me to like? Cause I'm not hearing it. Yeah, I don't think like I say I like it because I'm I'm no longer in to my be, hater to be fair, era. You have but... now explained the metaphor in a way that I just completely did not get. What is building up a world of bridges? It, it's so obvious, though. No, because that's like a turn of phrase that doesn't make any sense unless you like have to think about it more, right? And I'm just like I don't think the metaphor is obvious enough. But isn't she like I forgive myself for all the lies I've told? Yeah, but I think all the other lyrics are kind of shit too. I mean, they're not Shakespeare, but they make sense internally. Right. Like, yeah, no. But I just haven't wanted really to figure it out very much. Uh, I guess I understand. I'm like, I don't hate this, but I'm also like, I'm not going to listen to this again. That's it. I'm like, I have no desire to hear it. <laughs> and I'm sorry if I'm coming Is this on your bathroom break? And I'm just like, I have no desire to hear it. Yeah, kind of, because I'm like, what's it going to do for me? It's going to be Alika shouting her song. I'm like, oh, I'm great. Yeah, great voice. Like, she is able to get those notes. But I don't like the notes. So, like, but yet, yet at some point I'll be like, I'm like, okay, sure, yeah, that works. Like, at best, I'm like, yeah, this works. And I that's, mean, that's most of the time what I am like, like, yeah, this works. In Eurovision, most of the time, what I think is at best, this works. So it's just like, I feel bad about it because I'm just like I, I can't say that like I hate it, but I you know sometimes I do. I'm just like, sometimes I, I think about it and I'm like, oh right, this is here. Yeah, but I think I'm not gonna think about this. Exactly, and then you'll hear it at the contest itself and go, oh right, this is here. Yeah. That's a fucking like terrible place to be in as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. I, I do feel like I'm coming on strong. Yeah, I, I think just, um, and I think this is the moment to reveal it because I can't really go on without talking about this because it's a big day of my life, a big part of my day in my life now is I am listening to every song from... 2016 to 2022 that, that has been in Eurovision. Which is to say every song that we've discussed on the podcast. Exactly. I am re-listening. Uh, before this year. I'm re-listening to it all because I want to make a top 30 yeah. for my 30th birthday for you all to enjoy. So I've been listening to all of it again um, on shuffle. Mm -hmm. Just all of them together. And a lot of the songs just sound like this. And I, I gotta say, there's a lot of songs where I hear them, 
And I know we have to have talked about them on the podcast, but I am like, I have never heard this song in my life. Yep. <laughs> Not once. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about this on like the dedicated episode yeah, of my yeah, yeah. T- top 30. But I think this is one of those songs where, you know, for my top 40, for my 40th birthday, I'm going to be like... Not once in my life you're, have I heard this song. If you make a top 37 of this year, you're not going to think of it. <laughs> you're just going to not remember that it's there. And, like, listen, I'm, I'm just thinking of, like, the story as it's being told. And I do like, like, you know, when I when I give it a little bit of, of leeway, I am like, okay, I, I, I kind of like that instinct for a song of, like, I've been a piece of shit. I have... I've eaten I have, a lot of sloppy steaks. I have told so many lies. Uh, I have hurt people. But I forgive myself. And now I'm going to build bridges. And I'm just like, I don't know. I think you're still the asshole. <laughs> I think you still suck a little bit. Because like, I think everything she says is just like, I forgive myself. I'm like, yeah, but shouldn't you be asking like the other people involved in this? Yeah, story? you should be making amends. We were watching um, Midnight Mass together. Oh, yeah. I watched it myself by myself last year, and this year I'm making you watch it for Easter. Um, yeah. And a big theme is forgiveness. It's who gets to forgive, who is obliged to forgive, who has to, like, help someone after they have been forgiven. Yeah. Is it the person who has given forgiveness, or is it other people Um when are you able to forgive yourself for something horrible sure. you did? It's, it's like a big theme. Um, there's this fantastic scene where this girl who has had like a horrible wrong done to her uh, goes to the person who has wronged her and just goes like, I'm a Christian and I hate you, but I forgive you. And because... If I just hate you, you're not gonna get better. If I forgive you, you have to fucking improve yourself. Yeah. Or you're just a piece of shit. Well, yeah, but it's like if you're gonna like be self-pitying, right? Like that's yeah. If you're self-pitying, allow yourself to say like I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit, and I get it. It's better to say like, okay, I'm forgiving myself and I'm moving on. But there's something about like the the forcefully defiant way in which she sings that makes me go like i don't think you thought you actually did anything wrong <laughs> like when she's singing this i'm like i don't think you understand what you did wrong because i don't because all you say is like i forgive myself for all the lies i've told and I, all the things i've done and it's just it's so vague yeah but i don't think you've ever felt guilty though <laughs> i know and I'm like that also, but I'm like that's kind of interesting, but it's by accident. That's yeah. not the point. And like I just don't think this is the Adele song it wants to be. Oh, chasing pavements, building bridges. It 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 just the words are a little clunky, and you know. Then there's all the behind the scenes stuff that I do have to say, which is that the co-writer on this song is Wouter Hardy, who wrote Arcade. Motherfucker. And, yeah, that makes sense. And Alika and her team went to him 
To write the next arcade, I'm assuming. Oh, um, yeah! You know, to which, I, in an interview with, with him, he did say, like, it doesn't happen that way. Uh, we struggled a lot in the first writing sessions, and then, like, this song came out. It's it's just very much like, oh, you, you came into this wanting to write arcade, but... That 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 already happened. That was already <laughs> just written. You don't have to write that again because it's there. You also don't have to do the arcade music video where he's underwater and swimming again because he already did that in the arcade music. Oh video. my god! You're so right. I'm just I'm just watching this and I'm like, is that on purpose? Did you did you forget? Did you not realize? That you're doing that also? I mean, I don't think he had that much say in what the music no. video no, was no, going to no, no. be I'm like. not saying that's about it. I'm saying that's Alika here and her team making this video the way that they made it. Oh, uh, yeah? Where it was just like, eh? She is on her piano. There's not quite a glowing lamp. There's a fucking glowing lamp. Uh, I'm just like... Oh my god! Where I'm just like, I don't know. I, the original thought in this is like, I'm a piece of shit. I forgive myself. I'm like, okay, work with that. Um, and it doesn't do that quite enough for me. And I'm just, I'm just so hung up on like everything here. No, this is great. Being so. I feel like in our last yeah. episode, I convinced you to love blood and glitter. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. this episode, you're convincing me <laughs> hate this. But. If someone likes it, it'll that'll confuse me, but I won't be like furious. But I'll just kind of be like, it's not that good. What was the song it's not that, it's that not your that sister really liked last year? And we were like, what the fuck are you talking about? But she like fully voted for it. Was it Boys Do, Boys Do Cry? A lot of people liked Boys Do Cry. I don't see it. And I don't get it. Because every year we'll, like, like we text your touch. sister I'll about be, it. We'll be, we are out of touch with what people think. And my sister has completely different opinions, but she often does get it right. She does not listen to these songs in advance. She watches the semifinal and she'll be like, she, you know, she'll correctly say, oh, this wasn't very good. Like, this wasn't a very good show. Yeah. These weren't a lot of good songs because she's hearing them for the first time and she, her mind hasn't been poisoned to think that <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah, so she's often correct um, to us, and then she'll be like, oh, and I loved Boys Do Cry. I don't know if it was that, but it could have very well been. I think it was. Because I was very much like, oh, I hate it. I hate it, and I am not going to be convinced anymore by any like I I will hit. No one is allowed to talk to me about this. It's like when you're I'm not brother. Gonna a, I'm not gonna have a conversation about it. Yeah. It's just I just don't like it. It's like when your brother said he loved the Greatest Showman, and we were like, we cannot. We we're have not, to stop this conversation right here because we will get into a fist it's fight. It's not going to be a conversation. It's just not going to be a conversation because I think it's the worst movie ever made. It's incredibly bad. I I just I'm just like the script is shit. And then he'll say something else and I'll be like, that's beside the point because the script is in fact shit. I'll be like, no, it's about the spectacle and about like no. music. And I'll be like, that is also bad. What you just said- The music said, is also not good. The what, spectacle is also not what, good. What you just said was also bad. So that's a different point that I also don't like. Um, so yeah, you know. I can't believe it's like his favorite movie. I don't understand how I don't like thinking about it because I like your brother. I I can't understand it. 
Anyway, give me another metaphor. That's right. Because as Sparks fans know, chicks dig metaphors. I was going to go alphabetically, but just because we mentioned boys do cry, let's take our metaphor from those good old boys in Switzerland. Okay. Switzerland never delivers. They have been, um, they've been making some choices recently. Yeah. Has there been a good Switzerland song since 2015? When she go low, when she go low. No, I'm asking, solo. has there been a she good one? Solo, or she no, no. She come with dirty dancing. <laughs> you know how much I hate that song. Sorry, what was Switzerland in 2015? The last of our kind? Yeah, I don't think we're counting yeah, the, that. that. Yeah, no, but that's just as far as I can remember. We're not, we're count, we're not counting that. Um, I didn't mind Apollo, but like... No, I hate it. No. I don't know if I hated it, but like, it's, I'm asking, has there been anything good? Uh, and, uh, I mean, if you ask the Eurovision fandom, they'll say Stones. Um, disgusting. One of my most hated songs. Um, and obviously they're wrong. Uh, I didn't... Sims? I didn't hate it as much until that episode where you convinced me. Um, so that's just sort of the dynamic we're going through. Um, but this year's entry from Switzerland. So let's think about this here metaphor. It's called Water Gun. I'm uh, sorry, I'm silent. But um, imagine, listener, that I'm squeezing my eyes shut and pinching the bridge of my nose. I mean, if you had stayed silent for just like a few seconds longer, I could have convinced the audience that you had left the room, uh, taken a bus, and had left my life. I had not seen you <laughs> for three... I'm staying with my sister. <laughs> I had not seen you for three weeks. You wouldn't answer my calls. <laughs> I've left you entirely. This is why I'm taking I, the dog. This is why I wanted to record this episode in advance because I was afraid that you would not be able to do another one for at least two weeks. Water gun, and it's a metaphor. Is this a serious song or a fun song? <laughs> well, you, you. What do you think? I, I'm. It's Switzerland, so it's gonna be serious, and I'm gonna hate that about it. Wait, wasn't Tout l'Univers Switzerland? Oh, it was. That's okay. <laughs> John Steers recently, right, yeah. <laughs> John Steers was okay. Sorry, Switzerland. John Steers fans. was actually good. You're John right. Steers oh, was good. Forgot about him. It just, it doesn't feel like Switzerland. Répondez-moi, I hated. Yeah, garbage. Garbage. Terrible song. Terrible song. Sorry to everyone who liked that, and it would have done well at Eurovision. I fully recognize that, but I did not like it. Um, but Tout l'Univers... Banger. So I retract my statement. Water gun. <laughs> but water gun. <sighs> it's it's probably gonna be serious, and it's gonna be like, ooh. Okay, I have to make my brain work on this for a second. Get that brain wet. Like it was shot with a water gun. Mm -hmm. Super soak it. Super soak your brain. No, that's a brand name. Is it? Super Soak is trademarked. Is it really? And it was invented by a black man. He's like one of the richest African-Americans or something. There's something interesting about the Super Soaker in America. Um, I read an article about it once. Didn't retain a lot of information, but hey, you know, you can I never do. Water gun. So you get shot with a gun, but it's not harmful to yeah. you. 
Uh-huh. It is part of a game. It's children running around. Uh, bang, bang, you shot me down. Okay. Yeah, my baby shot me down. My baby shot me down. Okay, I think it might be related to that a little bit. So it's like kids running around, shooting each other, pretending to hurt each other. Sure. Am I in the ballpark? I'm not going to tell you. We're going to have to find that out in the song. I just want to hear your thoughts. Mm. Getting wet. Getting nasty. Getting wet and nasty? Yeah. Like, hit me with your water gun, make me wet? That's right. <laughs> That's let's, the lyrics. Let's see what Switzerland has actually cooked up for us. I just, I, if it wasn't a brand name, I do think Super Soak My Heart would be a much better title. <laughs> for Switzerland, uh, it's Remo Forer and Water Gun. I don't want to be a soldier, soldier. I don't want to have to play you. Switzerland isn't allowed to Fuck you! So at no point while writing this song, recording this song, uh, making the music video for this song, selecting it for Eurovision, at no point. Did anyone say to anyone involved, don't? It may be better that we didn't do this. And you know, no one told this Swiss boy from Switzerland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, don't do this. It's it's unfathomable. The thing is, it's not even just a song about you know neutrality in a war situation. It's not a song about, you know, Switzerland being Switzerland. Yeah, no. It's a song about I... I am not my, a soldier. My personal situation is I don't want to be a soldier. Bitch, no one you know has ever been. Unless you know, you know, some immigrants. And I, you know, what I, what I choose to believe is that perhaps in the creation of this song, in the writing of it, the recording of it, uh, the singing of it, the mastering of it, the sending it to the Swiss broadcasting uh, bra- broadcaster of it, the choosing this song for Eurovision of it, the, the planning and shooting a music video of it, the sending it to the EBU and releasing it of it. In a I- year that we are in, like... Europe is knowing yeah, the biggest yeah. war since World War II. During that whole pro- process, I choose to think that everyone involved was exactly like me, and they just preferred not to think about this song. They were just like, we're just gonna push this through to the next person, um, and the next person will deal with it. It's like, I don't quite feel... I don't quite feel like I should say no because, like, all I'm deciding on is whether, like, the vocals sound clear and, yeah, his tone of voice is nice. So, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, I'll push it through. And then the guy on the piano is like, well, all I care about is making sure that this little, like, piano intro sounds nice, and it does, so I'll just push it through to the next guy. <laughs> and then, you know, some, you know, someone before that was like, well, all I did was make the arrangements, I didn't read the lyrics, but, like, I'm proud of my work, and I'm like, yeah, you should be. 
Because it sounds great. It's just that, like... They were just following orders. <laughs> fucking... First, first they came for the piano player, and I said nothing because the piano player did a pretty decent job. You can't do this. They're not allowed to do this. It is just, like you said, tasteless while we were listening to it, and like, yeah, absolutely, that's it. And you wouldn't be the first person to make this observation. Within five minutes of it being released, the entire internet was saying, maybe do not. What are you thinking? What the fuck are they thinking? Who made the end decision I'm, on this? Who said... Who is the f- the person yeah. in the boardroom? <laughs> I want to know. Who is the one... Because it's never like a group decision. There's always some person who gives the first push and is like, this is my nephew, we have to send him. Or something. I Yeah, I can't imagine. In this one, I'm like... I, I can't can- imagine who... Thought. I mean, Switzerland's always a puzzle because it's just like, how did this fucking happen? Do you what? What did they send this in? And you were like, yep, that. It's it's just kind of the puzzle. What like, was the process? How did this come what about? What was the process? This is driving me insane. As what? like a mildly informed European person, what I'm, process I leads can't. to this? It is so easy and obvious to come to this conclusion of like. Regardless of whatever musical quality it has, and I genuinely mean it, I think his tone of voice is beautiful. I think the piano is sounds nice. I think the entire thing is well composed, but fuck's sake. I was too distracted it, it, it doesn't, the entire time. It, it doesn't, doesn't register. register until you listen to it like another time trying to not hear what he's singing. And then you're like, okay, there's actually some like... Something going on here that, like, doesn't make this completely, like, irredeemable. But it should be. That's what's frustrating me, is it should be more irredeemable. I think it's pretty irredeemable! But, like, it's the boys don't- the boys do cry thing for me, where it's like, that was irredeemable to me. But that message was, you know, obfuscated behind just, like, awkward metaphor and awkward, like you know, figures of speech that, like, had an unintended implication. Where I'm like, no, this is pretty obvious about what it's saying, um, but will people will people have the immediate reaction of, like, um, Switzerland? Like, will all of Europe think that? I hope so. They I'd should. hope that most because this is the exact Europeans kind of thing that know would about make this. me mad. This is like I don't like to be mad at Eurovision, but there's always gonna be a song that like pisses me right the fuck off, and this is this is kind of it. I'm I'm incensed. I like am in my age. in my process of you know despising ballads, which there's got to be one at some point that's the worst, which is usually like just an insipid ballad. I had bridges there. And then who decided to come along but Switzerland to make me go, okay, okay. So this is the song that I have to try to not think about. Like I just, it's like, okay, bridges is fine actually, because at least that has, there's no like sort of political note to that, right? Like at least that's just like a personal story that's awkwardly told, but it's something. And now I'm like, well, this is. I'm really like. What do I do? What do I? What do I do with this? I'm I'm genuinely stuck on the amount of people that need to have yeah. signed off on this. <laughs> yeah. The sheer amount of people that need to have heard this song, and 
non-objective. Just imagining, like, sitting at your, your computer going, hey, hi there, EBU. Uh, attached is the MP3 for our entry for this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Hope you like it, smiley face. And the person at kind the EBU not saying, like... Um, and then imagining being, like, at the EBU, you know, opening up that email or whatever, <laughs> and being like, yeah, I listened to this MP3, um, and just their face falling and being like, it is too late for me to do anything. I have my the broadcaster. We don't. I don't. I'm I can, the person I cannot, receiving the email. I don't have veto power. I cannot this. refuse this. There must have been people before the public release of this song who thought maybe it's a bad look. It can't have been completely overlooked until it was released. That is the insane part here. I I really am. This is what makes me the Joker. I'm moving to Slovenia. <laughs> I would love to move to Slovenia. Not even joking. I'll learn Slovenian. Maybe I should change my Duolingo to Slovenian. Because, like, Slovenia is beautiful. And Ljubljana is a really nice city. I would love to go so to I'm holiday like, I'll go, there. I'll go to Slovenia. Um, please win Eurovision. But that's... That's a different subject. I, this is driving me. I just I don't know what bonkers. to do with it. Like we can't I, do anything with it. No. Um, I am gonna do what most of the people working on this song have done and try to forget about Pass it. Pass it on to the next person. Pass it it's on someone, to the next person. It's someone else's problem. They they just they just went, they just put their hands up and said, "Not my problem. I'm Swiss." Fuck. The entire process of writing this song, someone went. Eh. Not me. Don't look at me. I'm Switzerland. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be extremely Belgian about this. Sure. Which uh, means that anytime anyone asks me, oh, you're a Eurovision fan, right? Uh, what's good and what's bad this year? I'm going to talk about this. The problem is, what you so have to do here is... So that people who casually no, watch but, won't just let this pass them by. That's the thing. That's the thing that, like, gets up, like, the back of my jaw. Where I'm like, do lyrics matter as much to a casual audience as they do to me? Does the optics and the message of this matter as much? Or do people, like, are, are people so willing to just, like forgive that and just see it for like, oh yeah, it's an anti-war song, period. I, I worry, and I, I know I this, is me, even... this is me underestimating an audience. I'm fully well aware that like I'm not being generous to an audience, and I don't like that. Usually I like to, you know, assume that people are smart. Yeah. But Eurovision has proven many times that like... People aren't smart. To me, they aren't, and I know that's me also being a snob. And like, I'll admit it, you know, we're snobs. It's, it's just where I'm like... Am I wrong? No. In this case, I don't think I'm wrong. No, absolutely not. Here is where I want to rely on the commentators. I want every commentator out there to I say like do that. I don't feel like you can do it. Something about this song that informs people what it's about and that it's coming from Switzerland, which is weird. I mean, if you introduce it simply as saying like Switzerland here is sending a song about how they don't want to participate in a war, which is 
a really novel message coming from Switzerland, right? Exactly. That's all they need to say. Well, it's just and... like, that's a little cheeky joke without, like, fully slamming the song. Like, you can do some, you can package it in, in a way like that, where I think, like, yeah, your audience will be like, huh, yeah, that is odd. Then I was be... saying that's something for Graham Norton, but Graham Norton's going to be at this. He's presenting <laughs> He's the show. Present... Yeah. I forgot that He's it was... presenting the show along with the nun from Game of Thrones. Oh, Okay. Um, so she's gonna chase uh, Remo for her around the stage going, shame, shame. Um, and I think that's right of her. No, he's not. She's not. Did he write this? Who wrote this? Did a Swiss person write this or did a Swedish person write this and not know that it was gonna go to a Swiss person? You know what, let me really quickly check that because actually... I think I have something here. I think this was not written with a Swiss performer in mind. Uh, no, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Yes! Uh, Call it! The writers on this are Argyle Singh, Ashley Hicklin, and Mikolaj Tribulet, um, who... I believe is a Polish writer who also wrote River for Poland last year. Oh, I love River. I think so. Let me just real quickly check. Uh, no, I was right. He does have a credit on River as well. Um, so yeah. Um, at most, I think we may have some like producers on this who were in Switzerland. Um, but the, the writing of this... Um, yeah, not from Switzerland, and, I mean, mo most importantly, not by the artist himself, um, which, as I said previously, a bit of a rarity this year, as most songs do contain a writing credit. Like, even, you know, Bridges that we just talked about. I talked about Alika literally seeking out, like, the co-writer of Arcade to write with him, thinking that it was, like, a magical formula, but, like, having to put in a lot of her own stuff to create a song. And I'm like, the story there... At least they were open about, like, hey, I came into this, like, expecting magic and we still had to work to find a song and it came yeah. out. I'm like, all right, that that is still at least an open story about songwriting that I did appreciate. And I think, you know, we had a lot of songs this year where the the uh, the, the performer at least has, like, a co-credit on writing it, however small their mm. part may be. We'll get into more of, like, the whole writing side of songs later, obviously. But yeah, in this case, you know, we have we have one of the few songs where the artist does not have a credit on the writing of the song at all. Um, so, yeah, it, it seems like it was just, you know, thrust upon them. Um, but even then, why pick this demo? You could have picked another song. You could have not done this one. Because that means they had to have an artist, and they had to find a demo for him to sing... So they, someone had to find this one. Someone had to write this, send it into Switzerland. Probably just work chopping it around, trying to get your song sold. Maybe not thinking of like... The implications. The implications of it. But then someone had to choose it, get it to an artist. The artist had to say yes, it had to be made. It, so many steps. It's just the kind of thing where you're like, was everyone like, oh, it's too late now because they've already said yes to it. It's too late now because they've already... Yeah, we've already signed the contract. We've already, we've already, we've already, we've already, until someone said, should we do this? And they're always just like, we're, we're already doing it. We're already doing it. Maybe there was just no chance to go back. Uh, Have you ever thought about it? They went too far and now there's no way back. <laughs> My God. Give me another metaphor before I start putting clown makeup on. <laughs> All right, our final metaphor then. And this one, this should be a doozy for you. Okay, give it to me. Because this song is called Tattoo. Ooh, okay. 
tattoo. So immediately you're like, ah, you're branded on me. You you are a, a mark forever on my skin. Okay. However, a very popular metaphor that is used in, in many things, fiction, music, poetry, whatever, is that your heart beats so fast and la- and hard that it's beating a tattoo, that it's like oh. the vibration of a tattoo gun on the inside of your chest. So my heart is beating a tattoo of you onto my into my chest. That is, that is a popular one. Um, a tattoo is, you know, a little risque. It's a little not done. Sure. It's a little, you know, uh, transgressive to get a tattoo, even though it's not Nowadays, really maybe that not, much anymore. But yeah. um, depends on which tattoo. Mm. Um, Tramp stamp. <laughs> full sleeve. A tattoo is something... Tasteful little infinity sign on the wrist. Oh, beautiful. I love a girl with an infinity sign. Like mm. A tattoo is something that hurts, but that you do hurts for to love. Get. It yeah, hurts okay. to yeah, get yeah, yeah. if you do it for love. Um, it's fucking expensive. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so that's, got, yeah. that's another thing, but that's not, you know, gonna be in any songs, but tattoos are fucking expensive. Um, getting them removed even more so. Yeah, getting them removed, yeah, covering a, them up, you know. You can you cover got, them up, you can get them removed with lasers. They can also not look like how you want them to look. Exactly. <laughs> the tattooist can misspell a word or a name. The t- tattooist can draw 23 stars on your face. Oh, come on. Oh, tattoo girl. Oh, everyone was too mean to her. Yeah. Like, she wasn't great. Yeah, yeah, but, but, she, she, but she tried to pretend as if she fell asleep while getting her face tattooed. And the, the tattooist went against her wishes by tattooing 23 stars on her face. Uh, this is a this is a Flemish girl. It went viral. It, it was like the first viral Flemish thing that I mean everyone was on about, and like I this mean, internationally girl was, too. Yeah, this girl was a liar and she was wrong, but everyone was a bit too mean to her. We we kind of took it too far, I think. I mean, to be fair, they also really did try to put their tattooist into like into into bad water because he himself had a lot of tattoos some of them on the face and i think he was you know of he was a, like he had of like a, a split tongue and everything yeah and he was of a different like you know nationality he wasn't a Bel- born in belgium yeah so there was a lot of that the other way um it was a whole thing of course the funny part of the story we remember is that she got a face tattoo and acted as if that wasn't what she asked for. <laughs> yeah. And that she didn't realize it was happening until it was too late. It's like, I, I have two tattoos on my body, not very big ones. Um, I wouldn't have fallen asleep. No, thank- no, sorry. I, you're not falling asleep if it's your first one. That shit hurted. <laughs> and now I'm like I I I would get another one, but it's too goddamn expensive. Have you seen the cost of living? So yeah, prices? that's what we've got. It costs it's money. Cost a lot of money. It hurts. It fucking hurts. It causes you know it hurts. Uh, it's on your body. 
Forever. Unless you get them removed or covered And it's up. often like, you know, yeah, it's on your body forever and it's a reminder of something. Yeah. You often get it for a reason. Those are good things to structure something about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think all of those um, are, are going to pop up here. So I think like as far as metaphors go... Um, you've nailed this one the most. I can give you that already. Okay. Um, I'm 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 saying that to you because there's a little thing I have to say that will overshadow the song, um, and that is that Sweden, <gasps> which we're listening to now, has selected a very interesting artist, uh, and I say interesting because you'll know them, and likely, so will most of Europe. It's Montsel Merlot. No, no, it's not Montsel Merlot. It's Lorraine. It's Lorraine. No! I saw it in your eyes! Why? It is Eurovision 2012 winner Lorraine Talhaui. Why? Because she participated in Melfest. No, but she already has it. She already has Eurovision. She is Eurovision. Why come back? Why come back 11 years later instead of, like, if, imagine, Mm. right? Fucking 50 years from now, Lorraine is, what, 70? Right now? (laughs) No, 50 years from now, she's 70, maybe. 50 years from now? Yeah, I think 50 years from now. She's... Oh, right, she's not 20. <laughs> I'm bad at math. No. Okay, 40 years from now. You know that, like, Lorraine is who I was referring to when before the episode you said, ah, oh, I want someone who's not, like, a young person. Right. Because, like, I mean, it's not as if, like, Lorraine is an old crone, right? But no. she's, like, she won Eurovision for uh, 11, 11 years ago. 11 years ago. So, you know, it's been 11 years since then. She, right. has, she has had a career that entire time. Right. But I'm just thinking, like, why come back so soon? You could come back as, like, genuinely an old crow. I feel like it's, it's you know, relatively speaking, 11 years is not a crazy amount of time. Johnny well, Logan came back faster? Hold on. Johnny... I just think that Euphoria was such a success. It was such a cultural reset. Within seven years for for Johnny Logan. Okay, Johnny Logan, I guess, was also a cultural reset. I wouldn't know. I wasn't there. Well, that's it, though. Because Euphoria has been the number one on the Eurovision Top 250, you know, since 2012, when it won Eurovision. And this is the first year ever... That it she's coming back to reclaim her throne. Been at number one in the Eurovision Top Two Fifty. What was it? Was it Chanel? It was Slow Mo by Chanel. Yeah. Insane. The, not worth the it. The Spanish fans. I don't know what to tell you. No, obviously not. But it was like you know a whole thing. Um. So I don't know. Does that have something to do with it? Did she come back for blood? <laughs> I love that for Is it going to backfire? Because now there's two Lorene songs to vote for and she's going to split her own votes? I mean, that depends on how good Exactly. Song is. So let's find out. Are people going to stick with Euphoria or are we going to have to cover up that tattoo with a new one? I do have to say, for honesty's sake, I think I got spoiled on this like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I, I saw 
something, some reply to some tweet or Facebook, whatever. And every time there is something about Eurovision, I avert my gaze immediately. I mean, I told you on the on the day of the Melfest final, try to avoid news because I and I want to start recording as soon as possible because I think the the odds are very major that you know you might get spoiled on something and you were like, huh, what from from Portugal? I was like, yeah, from Portugal. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, from Sweden because Holy I was shit. like, it's gonna be Lorraine, um, obviously. Yeah. I, I try, when I do see a spoiler, I immediately erase it from my brain. I immediately, and like... you are quite good at it. I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Like, it took that whole discussion for me to remember yeah. that I saw a spoiler. You know, I wouldn't have been mad, obviously, if you had found out. I completely, like, expected this... You would have yelled at me. I expected this to just be news. And in many cases, it, it has been. It's pretty major for a Eurovision winner, and not only that, but, like, the one Eurovision song that everyone knows. When's the last time a Eurovision winner... Had that much impact? ...returned? Oh, um, Alexander Rebeck? That's yeah. how you write a song? Th probably, yeah. That's it. So do we have a that's how you write a song situation on our hands, or do we have a hold me now? Oh, I love hold me now. Let's find out. For Sweden, it's Lorraine and Tattoo. Yeah. You don't like having a standout winner. It's a bit boring, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't necessarily mean the song. I mean knowing... Knowing that this is going to win. How obvious it could be, right? Where I'm like, well, well, yeah. And in a way, you're like, if everything else is not that great anyway... I mean, I think Germany stands a chance. But maybe that's just wishful thinking. And I haven't heard everything else yet. You haven't yeah. heard everything else, and that's true. Um, but, you know, you can't deny it's Lorraine. You really can't deny that it is Lorraine. Um, this is good. I don't particularly like it. No, me neither. But it's really good. <laughs> but, like, I, I can't pretend like it isn't quality. I can't pretend like she doesn't have a great voice. Beautiful, and she has that great, like, and you know, like, yeah. DJ beat behind her. Yeah, like, Euphoria is a powerful fucking banger that, like, still plays in the clubs. It's starting to show its age a little bit, but even there, it's like, it's Euphoria, so it's a classic. Yeah, I think it. it's not like 1944, where you're like, this has lost its appeal a little bit, or it's not like, you know... Toy? Toy, where the year after I was like, oh, this is bad, actually. Uh, this actually oh, this actually sucks. That already started happening during the contest itself. Yeah. Where everyone was like, no, actually, now we want Fuego. It's, that's the truth. Where everyone in the final was like, actually, we would like if it was Fuego now. 
Uh, and then, you but know, everyone else was, was hearing too late, toy for the first time. Too late time. for that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. We all remember the, insanity the of it. Yeah. Um, like, where was the toy in the two fifty? In, in it was it was lower than you know. Yeah. Than Fuego is always at like top five. Fuego's high for sure. Yeah. I, I don't remember where exactly it was, but it, like, yeah. It definitely has more staying power. It, it, yeah, it does, because it's a banger, and, like, it plays at parties. Where, like, with Toy, it's just, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's Lorraine. What else is there to say? Yeah, but, like... I want... I wanted the two... Pla- I wanted her, her to be actually, like, crushed a little bit between the two platforms. And I know that this is, you know, that these are once again my fetishes creeping in mm. um once again like with Spain. Um but I think being crushed has a very big appeal mm. to me personally. Um so yeah, I saw that first shot of her like lying on her back yeah, between the two it. things I and like, I was like that's very oh. like it's it's okay, so terrifying that... but also arousing okay but that affected you it did yeah it, it did affect me because it aroused me and also terrified me so while she's writhing around in the sand uh yes using her her long nails to... Uh, oh, that also affected me, but in a bad way. Don't like the long nails. To... I'm... What is the reference that I have in my head right now? Is it... There's... I'm imagining a witch with, like, a long nail, like, drawing blood by scratching her nail across, like, someone's hand. Is that from Willow? Or I, like, I was about to say Willow. Is that, like, I'm imagining... You know, we joked about it being an old crone, but she does have, like... The witchy crone nails in this one. Yeah. She's terrifying. <laughs> She's extremely scary. To the point where, like, a part of me is like, ooh, does that make it unapproachable? Just because I'm looking for any part of it that would just, you know, pull voters away towards something else. Just because I'm thinking, like, what what's here that, like... What wouldn't appeal? Makes you not vote for it. First of all, it's like, eh... It's Lorraine. it's Lorraine. Everyone else is if already you know voting her, for her. Does that does that bother people? I don't know. Does it bother people? No. No. If it was a controversial winner, maybe. But it's Lorraine. I think anyone is going to accept Lorraine's return. Yeah, I think, you know, you're saying like, oh, it hasn't been that long. But it has been like 11 years. So it is sort of like, you know, returning with... An artist returning with a, a a universally beloved Eurovision song, a universally beloved winner that like every contestant for the past ten years, when asked the question, "What's your favorite Eurovision song?" where they haven't been able to name an answer, they've said Euphoria. Yeah. So it's like we know it. Everyone knows it. She and I think Lorene is enough of like oh, Lorene. The Euro- we know people will recognize and know her. I think a large amount of your audience will. Yeah. And it will be mentioned. But is that in itself a reason to vote for it? I don't think that by itself is necessarily a draw. The draw is star power in the way that Alexander Reback won his his semifinal. Yeah. But didn't do that well in the final. You know, that was that was another time when we were like, well, this is just a huge like star. This is Alexander Reback. Everyone knows who he is. He's the violin guy, and here he is. And we love him, of course, because... Of course, because we're in our Reback era. We haven't mentioned it, but we are still in our Reback era. 
<laughs> we do stan. And we all feared that, you know, that's how you write a song would just coast on the strength of Reback on his raw charisma. Yeah, but okay, and here, this hurts for me to admit, but that's how you write a song wasn't very good. Like, it was. Oh, I thought you were going to say was good, actually, because we I don't think we were positive about it. <laughs> no, I don't think we um, were. So I thought you were going to have the hot take now, years later, that, like, no, that's how you write a song fine, actually. Which No, is, it is fine. Which is my take. is like, no, it's, a, it's fun. It's fun. It's nice. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I thought that was implied that I had come around to okay, that's okay, how you okay, write okay, a song. Okay. I, have, I, I had come around to it. I do like it. But I have to admit, it's not very good. Well, no, but it's not like you look back at it and you're like, well, obviously that wasn't a contender for the win, but we just had such like disregard and such little faith in voters or like such, such faith in his star power that he does have it that we did think like, is like he won his national selection based on that. Is he just going to win Eurovision based on that? Because... In that case, it wouldn't have felt like a fair contest because it was, it was just like, well, it's it's obviously not the best song, right? That was like what everyone was just going through at the time. And in this case, I think Loreen, you know, doesn't have a bad song. No, not at all. She has a very good, like, basic song. Most people have said, like, song itself is probably the least interesting thing on display here because yeah. we're seeing Loreen and we're seeing this performance and this staging which it has to be said might not be transferred one-to-one -to, -one to Liverpool no way because, Sweden? because the LED platform screen uh is too heavy holy shit Melfest obviously uses you know a very specific stage yeah. and and their arena setups where it's possible to have a rig where this thing attaches to, but Eurovision is built to accommodate a whole other bunch of acts with a different lighting rig and a different setup that acts have to, you know, adapt to. And it's possible that their setup just cannot carry the weight of this act as it was in Sweden. Okay, I'll just watch Loreen under a weighted blanket. <laughs> I don't want to talk. She's so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair enough. And here's... Because I have to. Right. Because I have to be who I am. Right. I'm going to do what I do. Okay. Because no one in the world besides me would ever have a problem with this. Fucking... Yep, say it. But you're stuck on me like a tattoo? Yeah, babe, that's not a problem. No, a tattoo, no, if it's a temporary tattoo, it's stuck on you, but a, a tattoo is not stuck on someone. Yes, it is. The ink is, like... Yeah, but it's in, like, it's... It's in you. It's not stuck on someone. You can't get it off. Yeah. You're saying stuck as in, as in, like, permanently attached. Yes. But I'm like, that's not what that means. No, stuck it's on sticky. is sticking on. No. No, that's not what she's saying. You're so wrong. No, that is what she's saying. She's not saying you're sticking to me like a tattoo. But even if she was, that would be a valid thing to say in nope. a metaphor. No, I disagree. You're sticking to me, so you're like a tattoo, something that I cannot remove. I don't... It does not feel right to me. I'm moving in with my sister. <laughs> it... 
bothers me. God, you are who you are. You can't change And that. who I are is who I want to be. Oh my we god, Jenny V. Don't have to listen. <laughs> don't listen. I get it. I get what it's supposed to be, and it is obviously what you're saying. Intellectually, I know that. It is just that I heard it the first time, and immediately my thought was stuck on I'm is is like paper. I'm stuck to you like glue. No, glue is the sticking agent. Yeah, I'm just saying what Savala said. Savala was wrong! Yeah, but that was the metaphor, is stuck like... Lorin isn't Savala! She, she has her own yes. metaphors! <laughs> but I just don't... I wouldn't say that a tattoo is stuck on someone. I'll concede that. I don't think yeah. the metaphor is correct because it's not... I, I'm like, if you reverse it, I don't think a tattoo is stuck on you unless it's a stick and poke tattoo. No! Stick. Suck. No! What I will say for this song, the song itself isn't going to go viral on TikTok, but the acoustic version that some fucking nobody twee girl is going to make, or even worse, a twee boy, mm. is going to go viral on as a sound on TikTok and Instagram reels. And um, people are going to show, like, you know, videos of their dogs. While singing, I don't care about them all because all I want is to be loved and all I care about is you. You're stuck on me like a tattoo. Yeah, no. and then they're going to show like their dogs snuggling up on them like, or watching them take a shit or something. That's... No, I don't care about the pain. I'll walk through fire and through rain just to get closer to you. You're stuck on me like a tattoo. How much closer can you fucking get is already stuck on... Metaphor, right? Right. Obviously. It's metaphor. But all that to say, I'm just really grasping at straws um, because it hasn't really clicked for me. I, the song leaves me cold. Yeah. I think it's very basic. So Not it's, good basic. It's it's kind of Coldplay basic. So it's like, we can admit that, like, yeah, obviously, like, you know, she's talented. This is well-performed. It's Sweden. Yeah. Um, and it's Lorene. And, the, like, everything there is good. I'm just like, that doesn't have to win for me. No. Um, I would love to see Germany win over this. How's Germany doing in the polls? Well, you know, we've got a lot of songs left to go, so let's see what, uh, what, still, what still shows up. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I, it's still Lorraine. That's all we can say about it. It's, yeah. it's still just Lorraine. If it's Sweden again next year, I'll yeah. live. Yeah. I'll live. But, like, Frankfurt's... 2024, I think like, about it. I always tell people, like, I don't really care about the result. When they ask me, like, who's going to win? I'm like, I don't I don't really care that much. That's not really my my reason for watching. Um, but then when they ask me, I do have to be like, yeah, probably Sweden. Because it's... it's Lorraine, sadly. And I'll just have to be like, but I don't, like, it's it's like my number five, maybe, at best. And that's, you know, having, like, the rational brain in there, too, where I'm like, I can't put it lower than that, because it's Lorraine. <laughs> where I'm like, would I put it lower? Yeah, probably. Mm, I'll see about that. I haven't made a formal ranking, so I couldn't really tell you. It's I would love like, to see your ranking this year. Usually it's all about my ranking. 
Yeah, we'll discuss. We'll discuss some of that. But yeah. I still have to like kind of figure it out because I'm having a real hard time with this. Okay. Uh, and this has been a tough episode for me because I don't. I don't really like any of these three songs. No, and yet I still do like. Of course Tattoo. you do, because it's because it's a good song, but like. But I don't want to listen to it. That's no. just it. I don't want to listen to it. I understand. Neither I'll listen to it again just to like know what it is like a little better, but. It's not going in the rotation. But it seems to be effective to some people also. So I'm like, all right, let's see where that goes. Uh, not for me, but, you know, who knows? Uh, I don't want to be negative, but, you know. It's, we can it's be ring, negative. So. I know, but I feel like my negativity here is, like, just sort of contrary and unbased. Like, it doesn't quite feel strong enough. That's what it's like to have opinion than to be a person in this world. Just remember, you and I... As, as well as everyone at home, we're all humans. We're all just regular people. We're, we're just, just guys. normal men. We're innocent men. And I think that'll have to do it for this episode. Absolutely. Once again, we have to plug your TV show. Uh, it's a little project I've been working on for the past couple of years that has finally made it onto Belgian television, a kids' show called Kids on the Block. It's, it's so nice. I love it. If you are in Belgium, uh, do check it out on the uh, children's network Ketnet every Wednesday. Again, kids on the block. And if you are uh, not in Belgium, episodes go up on YouTube uh, on Wednesdays with a week's delay. You're going to have to rely on auto-translated captions, so you may not understand what it's like. But if you want to see... Uh, the the kid actors acting their little butts off to my scripts. Um, then go and check it out. Nice. And I would like to plug getting yourself a really fancy bar of lavender scented soap and having a luscious shower with it. Just I did that yesterday. So lovely. The scent of lavender. That's my plug for today. Uh, if you got a manicure, would you get nails like Louis? <laughs> Never. Never. I I fell off the goddamn wagon again. I'm I'm biting. It it's so hard to stop. I've been trying to stop for years and it just never works and this is the closest I got to stopping and I shouldn't give up. No. So that's my plug. Don't bite your nails. Don't bite your nails, Europe. Don't be like us. Be be like us and try to not bite your nails. Um, and we'll try not to do that. So see you next time for an update on our nails and for more songs from this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Eurodivision and tune in next time. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe.